0: Hello, I'm Kathy Zaka, and I'm your host today for Pure Truth. I want to welcome you to our podcast and thank you for listening. And first, I want to say Merry Christmas. It's less than a week away. Can you guys believe it? And this time of year is a precious reminder of why we celebrate Christmas, and that is the birth of Jesus. And He is absolutely the reason that we celebrate this wonderful season. Thank you, God, for your Son. And thank you, Jesus, for all that you've done. Amen. Okay, so the title of today's episode is Time Spent with Jesus. And our scripture for today is from Jeremiah 29, verse 13. You will seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart. So last week I did an episode on focusing on Jesus. And this week I felt led by the Holy Spirit to share some things that I've experienced in the times that I've spent with Jesus. One of the deepest joys of being a Christian is learning to understand how much we are loved by God and that He knows us intimately. He longs to reveal Himself to each one of us as we get to know Him through His Word, or it could be while we're worshiping Him or while spending time with Him in prayer. You know, I know it's hard sometimes to take time out of your day and to spend quiet time with the Lord. The enemy does a great job at keeping us distracted and focused on the worldly things that tend to consume us, especially our time. But it's so important for us to commit ourselves to it, even if it's only for a few minutes sometimes. I've had plenty of those times when I only had five minutes or even ten minutes to sit with the Lord. And I can tell you the majority of those times my heart longed for more. And no matter what my day looks like, those few minutes always help keep me focused on Him. And it keeps my heart at peace. And then there are those times that I go and sit with Him and 30 minutes turns into an hour or two hours, sometimes even longer. And I never regret it. He knows our schedule even better than we do. You know there've been times when he tells me it's time for me to go and I didn't want to leave his presence. But he knows. He knows the list of things that I need to do. He is very aware of our time restraints down here. I have so many different wonderful experiences that I've had with Jesus, the Holy Spirit and Father God. I love, just absolutely love spending time with the Lord. When I'm stressed or overwhelmed, I know that all I need to do is go sit with him and he takes care of whatever the issue is every single time. I know to go sit with him when something is going on with my husband or our children. And again, he takes care of it every single time. It doesn't matter what the issue is. I know that he's going to help guide me through it. The time that I spend with Jesus is always productive. It always encourages me, but more than anything, it brings me so much peace and so much wisdom. The world that we live in keeps us busy and it consumes our lives. Whether you're trying to take care of your children or run your household, trying to keep up with the demands of a stressful job or responding to all the many emails, texts, or phone calls that you get on a daily basis, it feels like we are constantly being pulled in many different directions, and it can be stressful. The wonderful thing about God is, He already knows every detail about the demands this world has on us. He knows exactly what we need and when we need it. And He also knows when we need to just rest and be still, Psalm 46:10 says, Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. We need to take the time to just sit with him and breathe, allowing ourselves to remember and acknowledge that he is God. And it's in those quiet times that we spend with the Lord, when we focus on his presence and allow him to speak into our lives, that we will hear his voice, that we will hear the words that we so desperately need to hear. He is always there always present in your life for anything that you need. The time I spend with Jesus is so important, so precious, and I treasure it deeply. I found some quotes that I want to share that I thought were really good. And the first one is, every one of your disappointments is your appointment with God. When you're having a bad day, when you didn't get the job that you wanted, when the yes that you were waiting for is a no, or when life just punches you right in the face, that means it's time for an appointment with God. He already knew how it was going to go. He knows everything about you. So check in with him. Ask him to help you understand the path that he wants you to take. Give the problem to him and let him guide you in your next steps. And another quote that I liked was, Time spent with God is never wasted. That is such a true statement. You know, I always get something from the time I spend with the Lord. It could be an encouraging word. It could be much needed rest so I can make better choices and decisions. It could be the answer that I've been desperately praying for, or it could be just the joy of spending time with Him. He is always up for adventure, and He knows exactly the right time to take me on one, and we always have so much fun. And another good quote is, Spending time with God puts everything else in perspective. The Lord always gives me a better perspective on any situation I'm dealing with. There are times that I've gone to Him just so frustrated because the situation is not going the way I thought it would, and He will say something like, Well, did you think about this or that? And suddenly it makes sense. And it changes the entire situation for me. He always knows things that we don't. So it's important to talk to him about everything so he can help you put things in perspective. And a final quote that I want to share is, God is never too busy to listen. I used to feel this way. I used to feel that, man, he's up there and he's got all these billions of people down here. And he's got all the angels in heaven and all the people. I'm thinking, man, he's too busy. You know, but it's, it's not true. I promise you it's not true. He is never too busy for you. In the many different times that I have visited heaven, as soon as I see Jesus, he always has a welcoming smile on his face. I never doubt that he's happy to see me. He always wants to talk and spend time with me. And he has told me many times that he wants this from all of us. It brings him so much joy. And I can't remember how many times the Lord has given me a prophetic word that ends with something like, I am here. Tell my children to come to me. I'm waiting. Seek me so I may give you guidance and revelation. Come, let me show you. I am with you always. Call on my name and I will answer. And those are just a few. You know, he's always inviting us closer. He desires intimacy with each one of us. But so many just don't get it. They don't understand why he desires it or why it's so important. Or they simply don't know how to pursue an intimate relationship with him. And many times, that's because they struggle with intimacy in every relationship in their life. If this is you, hear me today. God wants to spend time with you. Jesus wants to spend time with you. All you have to do is say, God, I'm here and I need you. And I promise you, he'll take it from there. He will show you what to do. Life is hard, but finding a really great podcast makes the days go by so much easier. Hi, my name is Blue Toulouse I'm a writer, an emotional intelligence coach, and the host of Humanize with Blue Toulousma, a podcast where we believe that when you humanize everyone in the room, a great conversation is almost guaranteed. Join us every week here on Electric ass, as me and my guest co-hosts unpack big topics and interview even bigger personalities with a sense of humor and a dash of mischief. If you're looking for a new best friend in your head, we've got you covered. Electric ass. And I want to share something that I read on ElijahList.com a few weeks ago, and it touched me because it resonated so deeply within me. You know, we've talked about Elijah List and Elijah's Streams a lot on this podcast. It's just a great resource of many different prophets all around the world that God's speaking to right now. And I love the stream that Mandy Woodhouse shares, and she titled it The Master and the Exchange. And I'm going to read it exactly as it's shown on ElijahList.com. Mandy says, I had a prophetic dream in early October that I had been pondering for weeks now. It deeply impacted the way that I see the Father, but it has also altered the way that I interact with Him daily. And I felt to share the dream here along with a few brief thoughts, and I pray that it will impact your heart to the depths that it pierced mine. And the dream came to her on October the 3rd of 2023. She says, there was a man in my dream who wrote a best-selling book, and his name was The Master and I was the event organizer for a Christian community who hosted the Master for a book signing and book talk for the public. The Master had also roasted his own coffee beans, so we held the event in a very large, lovely-feeling church with a cafe so that we could also make, sell, and promote the Master's coffee. The event was a huge success. Hundreds upon hundreds of people gathered to hear the Master speak, to get a photo with him, to have him sign their books, and also to try his delicious coffee. The people loved him and were incredibly positive and supportive. They were even buying up extra books to share with the world outside the church. The atmosphere in the church and cafe had a clean, pure feel, and I could tell that these were genuine Christians who had a desire to go deeper in the things of God. It appeared that the master's book was helping them to do so. There was a peace and joy in the crowd, and it felt very genuine. I was standing at the cafe register just observing. The master finished his speech with a thunderous applause from the crowd, and then he sat down at a table to sign books. People streamed to him, and many even wanted photos with him. It felt like what one would see at a Comic-Con or some event of that type, where people line up to meet and greet and take photos with their favorite celebrity. There seemed to be a lot of small talk and shallow, polite conversation with the master. The master was indeed famous. and quite loved and honored, and even highly revered by many, but there was something sad about his face as the book signing went on. After some time of diligently watching his face to make sure he was okay, I noticed the master rise from the table and look in my direction. I realized that he perhaps needed a break, so I made sure to announce a short break for him. The master came over to where I was standing, near the espresso machine, and asked if he could make lattes and other coffees for the crowd. Of course, I was obliging, as it was, after all, his coffee and his event. And he said to me, I love to serve them. Although he seemed happy to serve, I could see that he also felt so sad, and his eyes were full of what felt to me like grief. I asked if he was okay, and as the event organizer, I wanted to know if there was anything I could do for him, or if there was any way I could make his time with us more pleasant. The master looked me square in the face and said sadly, I just wanted to sit with them. I wanted to know them. And I wanted them to know me beyond the stories in my book. But they, they just seemed to want the exchange. And I woke up. What a dream. And this is still Mandy speaking. She says, I hope you catch what the Lord was wanting to say. It pierced my heart and brought such a deep sense of awareness of His heart and what He is truly desiring from His children that it has taken me weeks to process it. I don't want to take away from the impact of the dream itself, but here are a few of my own thoughts based on what I process with the Lord from this dream. And again, this is still Mandy speaking. The master represents the father and the adoring crowd, I believe, represent a large number of his children. We adore him. We revere him. We applaud him and honor him. And we look to his book, which is the Bible, for the things that we need in life. There's a purity in our hearts as we look to him for wisdom and peace. We love that He loves to serve us. We drink in the deliciousness of what He gives us, and we love to gather with others who love Him as much as we do. We desire to celebrate Him, and we long to spread the words of His book far and wide and let people know who He is and how much He loves us. The stories in His book make us feel alive, make us feel connected to Him as they are meant to. We come to know Him more when we read about His life. We are content with the gathering, adoring Him, connecting briefly in small talk and letting Him serve us. We gladly receive His words and His love. And we are often keen to share that love with those who don't know Him and do everything we can to serve Him and show Him how much we adore Him. This has been my life for a very long time. And that there is nothing wrong with this. It is not the fullness of what the Master desires or what I was created for. And she quotes what the Lord says again. And I wanted them to know me beyond the stories in my book. But they, they just seem to want the exchange. And the next part of her revelation is titled The Invitation. She says, I don't believe this was a dream to bring guilt, condemnation, or shame. I do believe that this dream is an invitation to letting go of the exchange and sitting still enough with him to truly know him. And at the same time that I had this dream, I was reading through Jeremiah. How just like God is it? to have me dig into the original context of a passage in Jeremiah 9, just at the time of this dream. Verses 23-24 through says, Thus says the Lord, Let not the wise man glory in his wisdom, let not the mighty man glory in his might, nor let the rich man glory in his riches, but let him who glories glory in this, that he understands and knows me, that I am the Lord, exercising loving kindness, judgment, and righteousness in the earth. For in these I delight, says the Lord. So the word glory speaks of boasting or praising oneself, and the word wisdom means insight or intelligence, and might means strength, bravery, and power. So basically, this scripture in Jeremiah is saying that we are not to boast or praise ourselves or our own intelligence, strength, or bravery, but if we boast, we are to boast in this, that we know God. And the Hebrew word for know is yada. That word yada means an intimate knowing, like a husband and wife being intimate, a knowing that is so deep, so intense and vulnerable that it causes God to delight. And the Hebrew word for delight is hapes. I hope I'm saying that right. It's H-A-P-E-S. And this word hapes literally means to delight or to take pleasure in, but also to bend down. Our intimacy with him causes him to move. He bends down to be with us, he sits with us, and his heart longs to have us get to know him, to yada him, beyond any exchange or trade that we can make. Yes, he loves to serve us, but his true delight is in the knowing. There is an urgency in the Spirit to yada him, and I believe it's beyond even a Martha, which is a busyness interaction, and I'm convinced that even Mary could have gone deeper, especially since she did not have the Holy Spirit as a companion and helper. And I felt the Holy Spirit pose this question. How deep are we willing to go? Do we even know how to let go of the exchange to find a deeper intimacy? I don't even know what that looks like yet. Not fully, but I am willing to give my life to find out. I hope this blesses you, impacts you, and causes you to push into knowing Him like never before. The Master is waiting, and He longs for us to know Him beyond what we already do. Wow, wasn't that really good? You know, what an awesome dream and revelation of the heart of our Father. And I feel the urgency that Mandy is speaking about, the urgency to know Him, to yada Him. It is a deep knowing that He desires with you, one that you've never experienced before. And I agree with her. I don't know what that fully looks like yet either, but I am willing to give my life to find out because it will be beautiful, amazing, and beyond anything that I could ever imagine. The more time you spend with Jesus, the more He will be involved in your life the more you will learn about who he is and how much he desperately loves you. Spending time with him builds your faith, right? Life is going to throw challenges and obstacles and hindrances at you. And Satan will use these things to test your faith in the middle of a storm. How much time you spend with God directly relates to how equipped you are to deal with those tests when they come. Romans 12.2 says, Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. When you make spending time with the Lord a priority, he promises to take care of all of your needs. Matthew 6, verses 31 through 33 says, So do not worry, saying, What shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or what shall we wear? For the pagans run after all these things, and your heavenly Father knows that you need them. But seek first his kingdom, and His righteousness, and all of these things will be given to you as well. If we don't spend time with Him, we will never get to truly know Him, and this allows us to be easily influenced by the enemy, which then will take us on a journey of destruction and eventually death. There are many different ways to get to know the Lord, and you can start by reading your Bible. We talk about that a lot. You can set aside time daily to devote one-on-one quiet time with the Lord. If you have a busy day scheduled, take a few prayer breaks, You can do this anytime and anywhere. You can talk to him during your work break or when you're on your way to work or on your way home from work. You can talk to him while you're cooking, cleaning, doing laundry. But there will absolutely be those times when you need to take some quiet time without any distractions to really dig in deeper with him. This means going to your prayer closet or a place that's quiet that you won't have any distractions or interruptions. I do both. You know, I talk to him all throughout the day. But I also set aside time to sit in my prayer corner when I know I won't be disturbed and just sit quietly. Those are the times that I get my biggest breakthroughs. Another way to draw closer to God is through Bible studies. I have learned a lot from the many Bible studies I've attended. You may also want a journal to write down your thoughts or your questions. Or you may be an artist and you love to draw or paint, and that could draw you closer to God too. Another way to spend time with God is to worship. It's one of my favorites. Put some of your favorite praise and worship music on and give him praise. Honor him for who he is in your life. Psalm chapter 150 verse 6 says, Let everything that has breath praise the Lord. Amen. God loves our worship. He loves when we sing our praises to him. You could also take a walk and talk to him. Besides reading the Bible, you could also read faith-based books that will draw you closer to him. All of these are great tools to learn how to spend time with him. Just find what works best for you and make it a priority. And once you make it a priority, it won't be something you have to write down on your to-do list. It will just become part of your daily routine. If you're really struggling with this, pray and ask God for a desire to spend time with him. He'll give that to you. And keep praying until you feel that change within you. Keep pursuing it until you no longer feel that it's a chore. And eventually you will get to the point that you won't be able to go a day without talking to him, right? The more he is in you, the less the enemy has control of you and your thoughts, and you will see God's many blessings start to flow through you. It's important that we abide in Jesus. There's a scripture in John 15, verses 4-5, through it says, Abide in me, and I in you, as the branch cannot bear fruit by itself unless it abides in the vine. Neither can you unless you abide in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. Whoever abides in me, and I in him, He it is that bears much fruit, for apart from me you can do nothing. The definition of abide is to remain stable or fixed in a state. We are to remain stable and fixed on Jesus. He is our rock, the one who guides us. And with him, we will bear much fruit. Without him, we will not be fruitful. Spending time with Jesus will change your life. There are so many things he wants to show you, so many things he wants to say to you. And when I knew the Lord wanted me to do an episode about time spent with him, I got excited because I've had so many amazing encounters with him and I knew he wanted me to encourage anyone that's listening that he desires the same thing with each one of you guys. He wants to spend time with you. He wants to take you on the grandest adventures. So I went to sit and wait on the Lord on December the 9th of 2023. And while I was praising and worshiping, I began seeing different images of some of the things I've done with Jesus. Splashing and playing in the water, swimming with him, riding on a train, going down a giant mudslide, riding on horses, sitting on a boat in the still waters that were calm and peaceful, riding on the back of an eagle multiple times, spinning around on teacups at the amusement park in heaven, walking with him in the garden, Mm, I love that, watching him build a table as a carpenter, dancing with him and Father God. The time I witnessed a very important ceremony in the throne room of heaven. It's amazing. Sitting on a park bench with Jesus on one side of me and Father God on the other side. The many times that I've sat with him, and sometimes we talk, and other times we just sat there in silence together. I remember the times we've laughed together. And I remember the times that I've cried with him. He is always present. Very focused on me when I seek him. Even now. While I'm sitting in this my prayer corner. I can see him kneeling in front of me. My hands are on my knees, and his hands are covering mine. His head is bowed, and he is praying for me. And I'm crying because I know he loves me so much. And I know he loves each one of you in the same way. My time stood with Jesus is so full of amazing revelation, and it's so much fun. I love it when he takes me on the greatest adventures. He always takes my mind off the things that I'm dealing with here. Sometimes it's just the busy stuff. Other times it's the weight of the world on my shoulders. And I know that he knows that I need a break or I need rest. So off we go on a wonderful adventure. And after spending time with him, I realize over and over again that the things that were consuming my thoughts, they just don't matter as much. He takes all of my stress and worries away. And I find rest that is much needed. A deep soul rest that I could only find in him. Sorry. Time spent with Jesus redirects my focus. It realigns my thoughts. It helps me realize that the enemy has once again found a foothold in my life. And I then know to rebuke the enemy right back out of my life. The time I spend with Jesus helps me make better choices. It helps me make better decisions, especially the big ones. He brings me the peace that I need. He guides me in the right direction. There are many times that I've gone way off track, but he always guides me back onto the narrow path. There are times that I want to rush things, and he will tell me to wait. It's not time yet, and I easily place my trust in him because he knows the perfect timing. Today, as I'm writing in my journal, my focus is completely on Jesus, thinking about the joy he brings to me every time I sit with him, While I was thinking about these things, he invited me up to heaven. We were immediately standing in an open field full of flowers. There were yellow, white, and pink flowers all around us. It was beautiful. He held my hand. We walked over to a beautifully crafted bench, and our view was of tall mountains in the distance. It was beautiful and peaceful. We sat down, and I waited. I knew he had something he wanted to share. He said, I love that you share our stories with my children. I cherish the time that you spend with me. And I want you to share that this is possible for everyone. This is not a unique situation. It is available for all of my children. And I could feel the love that he has for all of us while I was sitting there. It shined in his eyes. And the feeling I had was almost tangible. The atmosphere around us was so full of his love. And he continued, when you are here, What do you cherish the most? Well, my answer was immediate. You, Jesus. The peace, the love, the fulfillment I experience is because of you, and there's nothing like it. I wanted to say more, but it was hard to speak because of the love that I felt around me. He nodded. I want so much more for all of my children. I want them to know my love that is unfathomable. I want to spend time with them so I may tell them how much I love them how special they are. I want to teach them things. I want to share joy. I want to replace the hurt and pain they have experienced with love and peace. I want to fill them with my love so it overflows out of them. I want them to love me as I love them. And I want them to know me as I know them. I want to teach them my truth so they know the lies of the enemy so they recognize when they are being lied to. I want them to seek me with all their hearts so I may reveal myself to them in ways that will bless them beyond their understanding. I want to spend time with them, and I want them to want to spend time with me. I have so much I want to share with each of them about their lives. Good things, things that will save them from the enemy's traps. He looked directly at me and asked, Will you share this with them? Will you share my heart with them? I nodded. Yes, yes, I will. He said, Tell them how much I love them. Tell them I'm here. Tell them how much I cherish them. They are my greatest treasures, my joy. My heart is full of love for them. Tell them. I said, yes, Lord, I will tell them. Oh, goodness. I hope I can reveal to each one of you how much he loves you. His heart is so full of love for you. His love goes beyond our understanding It is impossible to completely describe it. It is vast and eternal. It is deep and wide. His love will bring you to your knees every single time you encounter it. It will stop you in your tracks and you will never be the same again. I was deeply touched by this experience. It makes me want to do more for him. His message is one of love and I will continue to share it with you as long as he asks me to. He is good. He's just so, so, good. Jesus is not only our Savior, he's our helper, our teacher, and our friend. And he wants you to know that he loves you and he cherishes you. Time spent with Jesus. It's my favorite thing to do because every single time I leave his presence, I always leave with a feeling of fulfillment and love and peace that will never be matched here on earth. If you have had any encounters with the Lord, any times that you've spent with Jesus that have just touched you, I would love to share them here on our podcast. It will encourage many other people. So please email your story to me at puretruthpodcast3 at gmail.com. All right, guys, it's time to close. I hope everyone has a wonderful Christmas this year, and I encourage you to look forward to next year. Good things are coming. I'm excited, and I cannot wait to see what God's going to do. Spend time with Jesus. He is looking forward to it. And I want to say to everyone, Merry Christmas. And I'm going to close with this scripture from James 4, verse 8. Come near to God and he will come near to you. Today's episode was edited by Caitlin Beck. Thank you so much, Caitlin, for all that you do for us. And I'll put the link for that word from Mandy Woodhouse in the notes section of this episode. Before you go, we invite you to please leave a written review anywhere you listen to this podcast. The more positive reviews that we receive will lead to more listeners that God can reach. And also, please subscribe. We would appreciate it very much. Thank you for listening and allowing us to pour pure truth into you today. We would love to hear from you, so please email us at puretruthpodcast3 at gmail.com. And please visit our websites. Mine is kathyzaka.com. Laura's website is laurapotter.us. And Susan's website is com. We hope you'll join us next time. And remember, live thirsty. Thank you for listening and may the Lord bless you and keep you and may his face shine upon you and give you his peace. Merry Christmas. Until next time, your favorite podcaster, Kathy. Hey there, I'm DC. I host the rock podcast back to the arena, the interviews. It's about a 30 minute podcast where I talk one-on-one with a band who has released new music. You can find us on all the best podcast sites like Spotify, Apple, Google, iHeartRadio, and more. If you're a rock fan like me, subscribe today to Back to the Arena, The Interview. ElectraCast. Today is working for me. Do you believe that for yourself? Hey, I'm Pastor Julie, and I want to empower you through encouragement. Inviting you to my podcast, Big Truth Encouragement where I unpack living a faith-filled life. I created my podcast for the ladies, but gentlemen, you'll gain something too. So I invite you to listen to Big Truth Encouragement on ElectroCast and any platform where you listen to your podcast. ElectroCast. ElectroCast.